0: Welcome to the Live in Everett Podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett Podcast, episode number 43, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all of your banking needs, visit the team of their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. So Tyler, what's shaking? Uh, Let's see, what's new? Um... Well, I think I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that we helped Mary and Martin from the band Oliver Elf Farmy buy a house in North Everett, but we're selling their South Everett house right now. And I was up late last night drinking beer and listening to 80s music and helping Martin get his house ready to sell, and it was totally fun. But I am a little bit sore and tired today. Physical labor <laughs> will do that to you,
1: especially if you don't do
0: it too often. Yeah, and beer late at night, you know, it's like, you getting too old for it, I think.
1: Yeah. Anyway, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. i've been been working too much lately, yeah. having fun though. having yeah. fun.
0: I didn't. I tried not to work really last weekend because I've been feeling it too. I'm like right on the edge of burnout because the last I don't know, several months. I've been pretty crazy for this,
1: yeah, gotta gotta be careful on that.
0: So anyway, if you're not familiar with Live in Everett and this is your first time listening, in addition to this weekly podcast, we also do weekly videos. Uh, We send out a jam-packed weekly newsletter. We maintain an active blog, events calendar, and more. And you can learn about everything we do at www.liveineverett.com. So this
1: week on the show, we have uh, the Chancellor of Washington State University, Everett, Dr. Paul Petrie, on the show. Uh, Dr. Petrie was named Chancellor of WSU Everett in 2014 and has been an instrumental uh, part in its growth of
0: the WSU Everett campus, and we're honored to have him on the show today. Yeah, but before we jump in, we want to take a second to thank one of our sponsors, Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant. Mazatlan has daily happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. to close. They also have an awesome Sunday brunch. Uh, Garrett and I have been there together, and we both left totally stuffed. They're located in downtown Everett at 1325 Pacific Avenue. Find them online at slash Everett. So, Paul, ready to uh, jump into it?
1: Sure. Cool. Well, yeah, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah. And um, maybe you could just give us a little bit of a backstory on how you first came to Everett and became chancellor of WSU Everett. Okay.
2: Yeah, well, I am a faculty member. At Washington State University in the College of Education and uh, so I was on the Pullman campus for about five years and then another year on our Vancouver campus and uh, received a call from uh, President Elson Floyd and uh, he said that you know we're starting a new initiative um, in, in Everett and uh, when I tell the story, I always think that he asked me that I was going to do it. But in fact, he actually told me that. I was going to do it. So, yeah, But it's it's been a labor of love. I really enjoy the work that I'm doing.
0: Cool. So we had a Facebook uh, question from one of our, um, well, she's a local art- artist and friend of the pod. Um, but she asked on Facebook, um, why did WSU choose Everett 1? And does WSU anticipate offering any more programs or expanding their programs here? Yeah, those are really good questions.
2: And I think in terms of how we chose this actual location, um, I think it was kind of mutual. I know that Everett um, had been looking for a four-year university presence for quite a while. Um, I have to commend this community in really thinking about its future, uh, thinking about economic development and how higher education can help that. And uh, so uh, one of the things that happened was former mayor uh, Ray Stephenson approached Elson Floyd, our president, about the potential for Washington State University locating here. And because we're a land-grant institution with a mission of doing educational outreach and uh, Elson Floyd knowing uh, this community and uh, the need for more four-year higher education decided that it would be a good idea. And then so we decided that, um, uh, with the population here and with, with all the assets that, uh, Everett has, that it would be a good idea.
1: And how long ago, um, did that process start?
2: Yeah. So the actual, um, I think the conversation probably took place in 2010, Okay. And then, um, in two thousand and eleven, there was actually legislation that was put forward, and in that legislative session, uh, they put forward this this bill that said that um, they would like to see Washington State University actually take on the leadership of the Everett University Center, which was already in existence at at uh, Everett community College, and then, with the intent of building that in the area of STEM science technology, engineering, and mathematics. And growing that into what could become uh, a branch campus of Washington State University.
0: That's awesome. So, what um, do you guys have any plans of expanding what you offer here? We
2: do, we do. We want to, we really want to grow. And uh, in our initial plan, one of the things that we had to do before the transition of the University Center happened, we had to develop a strategic plan. And in that strategic plan, we estimated that we wanted to grow to about 1,200 students, and uh, I'd say that we're about halfway there, and so um, it's going to take some time, uh, but we're going to work with the legislature to see if there's some potential for some additional funding for new programs, and we want to work within WSU to see if we can identify some synergies with different departments and different colleges so that we can grow kind of organically
1: so you guys have a beautiful new building uh here in north everett right on broadway so is that the w i always think of it as the w at the new wsu building um or is it the university center that's a really good question both i guess maybe
2: yeah so what it really is is washington state university everett and the everett university center and that's important that i mention that because i have my partners there and uh they're actually offering some really good programs. Uh, we have Western Washington University there. Uh, we also have Eastern Washington. University of Washington Bothell offers a nursing program there. And uh, then we have uh, some of our, uh, we have one uh, private partner, and uh, that's Hope International University. So we, we have a pretty good presence there.
0: Kind of a noob question here. Uh, what's the difference between, like, a state-run school and a private school? Yeah, that's a really good question. And so the short answer
2: is that um, the full cost of tuition is borne by the student at a private institution, whereas for a state institution, the state and tax dollars go to offset some of the cost of attending uh, the university. What's happened though is that around the country, with a lot of budget issues that states have experienced, uh, they've had to lessen the amount that they are actually providing to offset the full cost of of college attendance for state residents.
1: So, circling back real quick to um, the beautiful new WSU building, you know, such a, a massive uh building like that what was that process like planning for that and then you know with kind of a new fancy building like that is there certain you know technology that's there for the students yes yes um it's a it it was a
2: it was a big process to to uh do the planning the first thing we did was uh we got dollars to do our pre-design for the building so that's where the programming comes in and where we decide you know how the space is going to be used and uh, so it was quite a process, and um, it was a di- design build. So that meant that we had both the architect and the actual contractor that was going to build the building. They were working together in unison to to figure out how it was going to look and how it was gonna uh, how the process was going to play out. And uh, so that helped in terms of timing. Um, yeah, and and uh, so essentially we got the building built, and I think it took about. Uh, two years for the full process to go through, and uh, we're we're really happy with the space. I can't remember the second question
1: and then is there any um certain technologies or yeah. you know kind of fancy things with kind of a new state of the art building?
2: Yeah, yeah, and so um so a lot of what we're doing there is that we're providing hybrid-type uh, programming. So so the, the degrees that our students get at Washington State University and, and our partner institutions as well are really um, similar to the same type of degree a student would get on the campus. And a lot of that has to do with the technology that we have there. So pretty much all of our classrooms have the ability to have uh, two-way communication between uh, our campuses. So, for instance, um, a lot of times I'll visit a classroom and I'll be walking into the classroom with students, and you'll look up on some screens and you'll see people walking into the classroom in Pullman, and so so these students are really taking the same same courses, and along with that, I, I could describe some of the some of the technology, but. Uh, um, but uh, that would take some time. But the other thing is that the building is a high efficiency building. And so we have things like solar so, a solar array on the top that we are able to um, uh, get energy and, and sell that back to the, to the uh, PUD. And, and uh, we have a, a 19,000 gallon cistern, so we're collecting water uh, both on on our site and, um, on the, on the roof. And then we're repurposing that through the building. And, and, uh, so we have different systems within the building that make it a high efficiency building.
1: Very cool. Yeah. So that, that's really interesting that the students can be in the same class, whether they're in Pullman or Everett. And so I'm assuming the instructor is in one place or the other. That's Sometimes right. they're watching the instructor on a screen. That's right. Okay. That's right.
2: And so we originate some of the coursework in Everett, and we will send that back to Pullman, and sometimes they'll originate
0: coursework in Pullman and send it to us. So, hmm. yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, last week we had John Olson from Everett Community College on the show, and he was talking about the like the really strong relationship between EVCC and WSU. Just kind of want to hear what that's like from WSU standpoint.
2: Yeah, I think we're very fortunate in that we have a very robust relationship with Everett Community College. Um, In fact, on our uh, engineering faculty, they're almost like uh, one faculty, and uh, so we work very closely with them. The other thing that's really important for uh, Washington State University, Everett in particular, and Everett University Center, is that we're all upper division um, uh, degree programs. So that means that we offer the junior and senior year. So that means that we depend on community colleges to provide the first two years. And over fifty percent of our students come from every community college. So uh so we have a really robust relationship with them. Fifty
0: percent at Everett or fifty percent at all of WSU? Uh fifty percent at wsu Everett. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Makes sense. hmm
1: and then, what are the specific degree programs that you guys are offering at WSU Everett? yeah, so we
2: have about six degree programs now uh, three are, are of our primary programs are engineering programs, so we have mechanical, electrical, and software engineering, and then a new program that we have and this is one of the only undergraduate programs in the country. It's, a, it's an undergraduate program in data analytics, and uh, this is a, a major that's really catching fire, and uh, so we're really happy to have that. Uh, we also have uh, hospitality business management, which is one of the signature programs for Washington State University, and then we also have integrated strategic communication, which comes from the Merrill College. And uh, another one of our signature programs in one of our, one of our well-known colleges. Uh, we've just added a brand new program that we think is really going to be good for this area, given the fact that it's both urban and then we have some agricultural area here as well. And that is um, our uh, organic agriculture program. And so, so we essentially have seven programs that we have now. But as as I mentioned earlier, we want to continue to expand and grow our degree program offerings.
0: And this is a question I asked John last week, and I'm curious as to what you, what you would have to say about it. But what does higher education mean to you? Opportunity. Yeah, I
2: think um, I see opportunity. Excuse me, I see higher education as providing opportunity for individuals to realize their
0: dreams. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, also curious, so Henry, our producer, you had mentioned integrated communications. That's what he graduated with from WSU. Um, so he he was, uh, we were talking and we were curious about like, what is WSU or is WS doing anything to sort of bridge the gap between Pullman and Everett? Henry mentioned that in 2017, there was a field trip um, or field trips to Pullman to check out the main campus. Is there any sort of like um, shuttle that goes back and forth or any sort of connection? Yeah, no shuttle yet, um, but we do make an
2: effort to get students over there, especially things around career, because yeah. that's one of the big areas for us Um just where we're located, being on the i five corridor and having access to business and industry, uh, when we can get our students over to Pullman to get some of the perspectives of the the faculty members over there related to career, when we can have them meet with some of the big um, employers in the state uh, when they're visiting Pullman, you know we want to be able to do that. The other thing is that we want them to be able to get a flavor for you know what it is to be a coot, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And going to to Wazoo, going to the Pullman campus, I think uh, helps to give them that. So what we have to do next is we have to get them to some football games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. curious about this, right? Like, so let's say a kid grows, a person grows up here in Everett, go to EVCC, they graduate, and then they're like, oh, I really want this college experience, but it'd be so convenient to stay here. My family's here is there anything that they're really missing out on if they choose to stay here and go to WSU versus going over to Pullman? Like when I say, are they missing out on anything? It is things like the college experience, right? It's like football games. It's, you know, community and living in the dorms and that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. I I would say that, I I would say that there are things that you might miss out on if you didn't go to the Pullman campus, but there's things that you might miss out on if you didn't come to the Everett campus. And so it comes down to um, kind of personal fit. And so, for instance, uh, we get a lot of students who come here from Pullman. And, you know, the traditional college campus doesn't allow them, probably, to have um, uh, an internship, um, it probably doesn't allow them to have uh, a a, a real job uh, that that will help them to support themselves and help them to put themselves through school um, so there's those types of things um, that that they might miss there but on the other hand you know like for instance we had a student that came to WSU everett and she wanted to be in band and well, we don't have a band, and so, um, but it was really convenient because we're a system. You know, we just make a couple of calls and um, and transfer an application, and then she, so she was able to to go over to Pullman. So, right. so we, I think I think we just offer different opportunities based on what a students' need might be.
0: So, I just wanted to say real quick, like I graduated from Waseca Everett, and um, for me, I went back to school when I was twenty five. I went to EVCC, and then. Three years later because that was a fun time. uh, I went to Wazoo Everett and for me as an older student having Wazoo Here instead of going to Pullman and you know I I lived at home with my parents and I lived in Marysville and it was just like easy for me to stay in one place So I think a lot of like that was a huge pull for me and I never really felt like I missed out on the college experience cuz i felt like i was a bit too old for the college experience sure. i was like a 27 28 year old that's, that's right so so yeah i just wanted to throw yeah. my two cents in there Definitely. from from a student's perspective for somebody who went through it like that's that was my my hook to stay here and to go to, to Wazoo Everett. plus integrated communications too was excellent where i wanted to go so yeah excellent yeah. super cool. well said
1: we got another question from uh one of our listeners on facebook ryan anderson asked where i come from there is a lot of good education but it's difficult to keep smart young people in state what does wsu do to prevent this problem of brain drain
2: yeah um i, I think oh uh, you know in terms of going to college, is that what you mean?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I, I think he means um, people who say they go to state, they go to college here in Washington State. This is where they mm-hmm. are from, but is the college doing anything to incentivize them to stay here in state versus taking a job in, in a different ah, state?
2: Yeah, that, that that's a really good point. What I can say is that at WSU Everett, one of the things that we're really focused on. Is making the connection to business and industry, and then so it helps students to uh, not only solidify their learning, you know, by understanding how what they're learning connects to uh, their next step in their in their career job, um, but it also uh, helps them to be prepared to um, to step into that to that next step, and so. I think we have a, a distinct advantage in that way, um, in that we're we're right here, as I mentioned before, on the I five corridor, so we have access to business and industry and I think I think that's that can help to uh solidify students here in the state of Washington. The other thing I think is important is and this is really true of Everett, is that you know there are a lot of good things that are happening in the state of Washington, and I think what we're going to see as time goes on is that people are going to um, think less and less of moving to you know bigger cities like um, Los Angeles, which is really an attraction, or San Francisco on on the West Coast, and they're going to see that a lot of people are going to start looking here to Everett and and in um, the, the Puget Sound. As kind of the place to be, and uh, so I think as as time goes on, uh, you'll see you'll see that people are, are really choosing to stay in the state of Washington and specifically on the west side of the state.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we had a question from Facebook commenter Ulysses Connor, as regards to the um, your quarterback Tyler Hillinsky, uh, who tragically took his own life. And um, he was curious about what the college offers to support um, students who are dealing with depression or mental illness.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that question. And, and, um, you know, it it was really sad to to lose Tyler. And and, uh, so as a community, I think we're still uh, dealing with that and and recovering. And um, on the Pullman campus in particular, you know, we've we have a lot of support systems for students to help them uh, deal with that tragic loss. Um, in higher education, we do deal with mental illness. Uh, we do deal with issues of depression, um, and so that's something that we have to be prepared for. Uh, I can say that throughout our system, we have professionals that, that help students to, to deal with these types of issues, and we also have teams. Um, on the Evercampus campus specifically, uh, we have a team that meets regularly just to discuss uh, any potential issues with students to, that we might be able to help them with uh, in terms of depression and or mental illness. Uh, we, also, uh, we also recommend that they seek professional help and we actually cover some of that professional help so we we make sure that students are able to uh have any any issues that they may have uh, addressed
0: yeah just kind of a follow-up question to mental illness uh and maybe the stigma around it mm-hmm. you know you're a little bit older than garrett and i and i think garrett and i are a little older than the average university student wow you're just gonna point that out huh Hey, it's not a bad thing <laughs> i know, I know. Uh, but I feel like the stigma around depression and mental illness, especially for people who are, uh, younger, it's just, this is just an opinion. Um, but I feel like the stigma is being looked at a lot around the issue of mental illness. Um, I think of people like my, my dad's age, you know, and would never really talk about any sort of, um, issues that they're having or depression or anything like that. But I do feel like the stigma is being lifted. And I'm curious as to if that is um, something you notice. Yeah, I I think it's starting to be lifted.
2: I think in past generations, it was something that you just don't talk about. Mm. And but I think what happens is by keeping it closed, you know, people suffer more. Mm -hmm. And so what we try to do, especially in in our community is to, you know, discuss some of these issues to bring professionals to campus, to talk about, uh, potential de- depression, you know, just stress, you know, and, and those types of things. Um, one of the things that we deal with, with college students is, is just stress, you know, and, and, uh, so we try to help students to, to figure out ways to, uh, deal with some of the concerns that they, or issues that they might have and, and to eliminate these things kind of spiraling out of control. And, um, yeah, but I, I think, I think what's, I think the, I think it just like this conversation here, I think it's important that we continue to talk about these things. And, and we know that this is just a natural part of of life and some of the things that, that we, we deal with as a community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have a few questions uh, specifically about Everett that we ask to all of our guests. Okay. And the first one is, how have you seen Everett change since you've been here? Uh, I've
2: seen Everett begin to grow, and I've seen Everett kind of move into a renaissance.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's cool. I like that word, renaissance. I haven't heard anyone use that yet with, with Everett, but that one's going to stick with me. Um, in your opinion, what do you think Everett's best-kept secret is? Everett's best-kept secret is a dynamic community
2: that wants better.
0: Yeah, better for itself. Like it better for itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Economic growth, uh,
2: you know, better schools, um, more business opportunities, more growth, and you know, and and you know, specific types of growth. So
1: yeah, yeah. Um, do you think Everett is misunderstood, and if so, why? Um,
2: I do think Everett is misunderstood uh, to a degree. I think. Um, I think. That people have been here for quite a while might see that Everett is misunderstood because maybe of its history of being uh, more industrial and that that type of thing. But I think um, just from someone who's come into Everett from the Seattle area, you know, I, I think that people really do realize from the outside that Everett is a place of potential. I think people do realize that probably more than people here Realize
0: hmm. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It's really yeah. interesting. Um, what do you think Everett needs, if anything? A basketball team <laughs> <laughs>
1: There we go. <laughs> um, what is your greatest hope for everett's future?
2: My greatest hope for everett's future is that um, that it meets with the aspirations that it has for economic development. You know, there's a lot of of opportunity here in with aerospace and uh, down in South Everett. There's some things around biotech, and so there's some real aspirations around in the areas that we call STEM. And uh, my hope is that we we are able to to you know bridle that that those aspirations, bring those aspirations together, and and uh, and move
0: them forward. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. That's awesome. All right. So it's time for a game. We play a game with all of our guests. Okay. It's called Fast Favorites. Okay. I'm going to have 60 seconds to answer uh, five questions. Okay. Um, and there, there, uh, I think you'll do great. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever lost. Um, so. Oh man, pressure's will, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll set some time on the clock, and uh, Garrett will ask the questions. So I'm ready when you guys are
1: all right ready We're ready where's your favorite place to eat bucks favorite place to drink uh finished cafe
2: i don't really drink a whole lot but but uh we have meetings there and so okay i'll have a glass of wine
1: nice favorite place to watch the sunset uh the marina favorite word to describe everett up and coming favorite thing to do when you have free time
2: been time
0: with my family read nice nice. Okay. nice that's cool yeah that was like uh about 30 seconds or so yeah uh, that was, that was uh, fast okay so, i'm firing you, 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 you won you, you won a prize where did I put oh wow it's behind I'm, you it's
1: somewhere back there all right so uh, you get to excellent. pick a prize out of the bag of mystery okay just reach in there yep okay yep Boom. there it is nice got Everett, Washington, good things happen no. here, a uh, license plate frame there for I you. like it. I like it because
0: you live in Seattle, and I really hope you put it on your car. And I will. People will see you driving around and be like, good things do happen in Everett, darn that it. Is, that
1: is right. That is right. I'll put it right on my car.
0: Yeah, nice. All right, well, but before we turn you loose. Uh, Real quick and,
1: follow-up question. Okay. Now you said you like to read. I'm always curious what, what people like to read.
2: Okay, I'm, right now I'm reading a book called... Um, uh, now I got all those questions right. And, and now this one is, is, uh, escaping me. I'm, I'm reading a book called, uh, leadership and ambiguity.
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Nice.
0: That's interesting. What can you tell us about it? What does that mean? Leadership and ambiguity? Yeah. That's an interesting title.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, well, what it's really about is the fact that, um, being a leader, uh, isn't always clear cut. I mean, I mean, just to, to kind of give you an overview it's just that you know there's there's times in leadership where you know the the direction isn't always gonna just be clear to you and uh, so but there's it gives you ways of thinking about leadership uh thinking about decision
0: making um that will help you to work through some of the ambiguity nice all right so now before we turn you loose do you have any asks of our audience or where can people uh connect with you Uh, or get a hold of you if they need to
2: yeah well i'd like to have everybody visit our website at everett.wsu.edu and uh, you can get a good sense of what we're doing here in everett and
0: and some of our aspirations for the future awesome awesome thank you so much for uh, joining us on the live in everett podcast today Uh, and thanks to everybody for listening we would love to hear from you send us feedback tips or whatever you want drop us a line at podcast at live And we might read your comments on the next show. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, the
1: weekly goodness, which goes out every single Monday and is packed full of upcoming events, our latest podcast and videos of the week and a recap of what's new on the blog. You can
0: subscribe for free
1: over on the website, live slash
0: subscribe. Thanks again to Dr. Petrie for joining us today. Special thanks to Oliver Elf Army for our theme music and to our producer Henry J. Which, by the way, you can catch Henry's radio show, The Stereo Wire, every Friday night at 8:30 PM on 90.7 KSER FM. Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week and Goku, Goku, Goku. This
1: is why. Ever till the grave